Hello and welcome. Take a deep dive with me as we go deep into the murky waters. I am Joe. <laughs> How's it going, Todd? What's going on, Joe? This is Todd. Uh, you know, it's another day in paradise, man. Right? <laughs> we're, in, we're in a locked up studio while they're riding outside. Yeah, you know, we're safe. <laughs> yeah. you're safe. There you go. And we might be cooking, but, you know. Yeah. We're safe. We're safe. That's all that matters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. So how have you been? Been good. Other than that, quarantine, everything else, we're good. How yeah. about you? Good. I mean, I'm still able to work. How about yourself? Nope. I'm at home right now. I'm waiting for the restaurants to open. Do oh. you have any word on that? On when that's happening? We kind of had a feeling until the riot started. So <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's true. that might get pushed back. <laughs> uh, depending on if they attack the building or not, too. Exactly. I did see one of our clients, uh, it's called Lala's on Fairfax. That was one of the ones that was on an old route of mine, and that was on fire yesterday, so not good. Were you heartbroken? No. I didn't (laughs) like the guy. (laughs) He's a jerk. (laughs) Are you the one that started? (laughs) No, no, no. But I'm pretty sure he's insured, so he'll be all right. All right. Well, then, you know, okay. (laughs) No skin off your back, then. So what's the show about, Joe? Murky Waters. So... it's about taking a deep dive mm-hmm. into the dirty side of life. Mm, interesting. You know? you know, like you got addictions, different type of addictions. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you got emotional addictions, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, but today, what we can focus in on is alcoholism. That's a big one. That is a big one. It's a, it's a terrible demon to have, alcoholism, mm-hmm. you know. Um, even if it's just just needing to wake up and just having that little that little singe that little just that little beer not even if it's gonna get you drunk but just to get into your bloodstream to make mm-hmm. you feel right you know mm-hmm. it, that's such an evil that's such an evil thing dude I can only imagine because uh, one of my uncles told me one time it was like it was not a want it was like a have to like his body became dependent on it depended on it so yeah I, I could see that yeah, I mean that's how it is on well, especially on my on my dad's side of family. There's been so many people that just drunk, drunk themselves to death. Oh man, it's terrible. Like, like you're gonna die if you stop if you don't stop drinking. Oh well, <laughs> oh well. Man, so on your on your on your father's side of the family, how many were affected? Um, I know for sure. Uh, well, I, if I remember correctly, one of his brothers died on his way home one uh july i believe he was drunk on his bike oh man on his bike yeah and he got hit and he died um the other one was maybe about a couple years ago he passed away a few years ago he you know yeah he drank himself to death so it was like psoriasis or liver yeah then it's just coming in and out of the hospital and mm. and all that but then again i don't really have all the details cause, oh you know, I don't it's kind of distant family that, yeah well, I mean, they were across the town, but I mean, just emotionally. Oh, I see. You know, I see. Um, but yeah, you know that that stuff. Car- I definitely believe that stuff carries over. Mm-hmm. Because that's that's that, that's something I had to deal with, you know, myself. I'm so st- still dealing with. So this has affected you personally. Personally, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> you know, you know me. Well, I know you, but like for the <laughs> audience, though, for the audience, like I, I'm pretty sure they want to get to know you. So like. How, explain how it's affected you personally, like uh, the murky side of everything. Um, I guess it stems, well, I mean, 
well, it depends on who listens. It's prior to 21. <laughs> you know, nobody drinks <laughs> when it's legal. Yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Absolutely. You know, there, there was times when it was just, you know, we're just having fun at the house or at the gym even, mm-hmm. you know, just hanging around. Um, but then when you have access to it, mm. you know, that that's different than, hey, can you get me this? Can you get me that? That's only going to be for special occasions and stuff. But, you know, when True. you have access to it, you just get it whenever. Um in the first few years it's 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 fun you know it's just partying you kind of have it under control i mean kind of in the beginning you don't because you got to find out where your limits at yeah yeah. you know and then from there it's kind of like you gauge it but then what what happens like when you exercise uh, you gotta you gotta keep you gotta keep getting you gotta keep lifting heavier Hmm. in order to feel something yeah yeah in order to grow so same thing like with alcohol it's like you only get to a certain point, <laughs> and then after that, your body just wants to keep, you know, consuming it. And that's how it was for me. And noticed that it's at first it started that it wasn't the frequency, mm. but I guess it was the amount. Okay. Because um, prior I wasn't really drinking, you know, every day or anything like mm-hmm. that. But it was like as soon as it hits my lips, it was just, you know, just keep it coming, keep it coming, like mm-hmm. like, like a hunger. Yeah, know, just to keep feeding myself or keep <clears throat> keep feeding that. Um, and from there, it changes from having fun to when you're <laughs> when you're older and you're having adult problems, mm-hmm. you know, with either financially or with individuals or with friends or whatever. Um, alcohol becomes a way to numb yourself and compensate. Yeah, to yeah to to. <clears throat> um, I guess to not deal with it, <laughs> you know. I, I I remember I would just I would just love um, just, like after a stressful day, just going to the bar, mm-hmm. a few beers, and then like that had that had to be done. Like like I had to get a certain amount of stuff done that day just so I could get there. Like that was number one priority in my head was just to get to there, just to just to finish off the day and go to sleep, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, then after that, it becomes. Like, oh, um, it's lunchtime. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it becomes like a meal to you, yeah. in a way. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but then it gets even darker than that. It gets it, it gets to the point where it's like, in, in the morning times, when you wake up, it's the first thing you want. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I'm sitting there, like, sometimes I'd be sweating, you know, just like, I, I, would, I would just need a beer, even if it was just to have a can. Just withdrawal sight. <clears throat> yeah, just withdraws exactly. Man. Well, I remember, and I'm not going to bring up a, another person's name into this, but I do know that one time when we were going to kick it at the house, you had already had been at the bar, you know, like <laughs> drinking a few drinks. And for Joe, Joe likes the strong, you know, what are those called? The IPAs. I mean, you like yeah. beer in general, but like the word you did, but the IPAs were like super strong. And that he would drink. So, and I, and I like to drink. I'm German, but dude, <laughs> he, I, a couple of those that I'm pretty good. And Joe was just like, he, he didn't look affected. <laughs> like, like he would drink like three or four and then come to my house and we'd be hanging out or whatever. And he just throwing them down and he kept his composure. He would, you know, it's not because there is different variations of people that drink too much. Like their mm-hmm. inner personality comes out, which either if they're like a happy go, go lucky guy, anger issues, whatever like that, you know, you've always been the type that's just been chill and mellow, mm-hmm. you know? And, and a lot of times what, what got to me was, 
and where I, I will, I, you know, I started feeling bad for you and wanted to, you know, be there for you if you needed it was the fact that I didn't know you were going through problems. You know, you were just Joe and you were just being yourself and being a nice guy. And then it wasn't until after you told me that's when I was like, damn, dude, like, you know, like I saw an underlining issue, you know, with you having to drink and it affect you a little more. But then I, I didn't I had no idea you were going through that stuff. Yeah, dude. And I mean, I'm glad you brought that up because this is where it gets even worse. OK. Because, you know, that guy, <laughs> you know, up to that point, mm-hmm. you know, that's when I start getting a little bit looser and then, you know, I get a little bit looser with my tongue and everything. Mm-hmm. So up to that point, I'm okay. But the thing is, though, after <laughs> after I would leave your house, dude, I go get more. <laughs> See, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, was, I was like, okay, Joe's cut off. He's he's good. And then he leaves and I'm like, all right, okay. No, and then that's when, that's when, you know, Satan himself comes out. Wow. Okay. That 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 guy, I mean, like temper tantrums. Really? I'm talking about I'm talking about throwing things, going through going through the house and just being frustrated. I mean, like to the like to the point where it was I was just like a ticking time bomb. So, I remember when I was looking for my keys and I couldn't find them because I couldn't see. <laughs> I couldn't see my vision was blurred, you know. <laughs> and then like I was just so frustrated and then, like that was it. I just remember like throwing the TV and like just, just Really? Like, yeah, getting like getting like super pissed off. Like I I couldn't handle handle myself. I was kind of at that point I was like outer outer body. So when you when you finally did find the keys, you found all four sets of them because you know the blurriness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it took a few uh, swipes to get them. Oh them man. So Tell me that wasn't your TV, or that was your TV. It wasn't. Yeah, but it was, a, it was a little monitor, so. It was but still, like, man, yeah. I had no idea. No, and then and then this is where this is when I knew I had an issue. Was I'd buy a bottle of whiskey, mm-hmm. and then I'd go park at a bar. So just in case that bottle of whiskey wasn't enough. Wow. I'd you know go to the bar and finish it off. So you'd pregame before the bar. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did okay. That's what was. And you brought up a good point too. Like you were saying when you were finally, you know, what was your rock bottom? Because a lot of people don't hit their rock bottom either until it's too late, or sometimes they'll hit the rock bottom and everyone else will see it, but they won't. And those people kind of like drift away. But see, the transformation that I've seen with you, like even like body shape. Even if you were to tell me that you haven't been drinking, like if you hadn't mentioned that the other day, because he, you know, he told me if. You know, a while back that he stopped drinking but the fact is joe was heavier you were getting heavier you're always a you know a buff (laughs) dude very very athletic but you were getting heavier and the other day we played basketball and you could totally tell i mean no homo i mean he looked really (laughs) not really good wonderful yeah there you go (laughs) i mean he 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 slimmed down a lot you know so um tell us i mean like what was your rock bottom dude rock bottom was when I when I just lost it um, like psychologically I guess I snapped mm. um, it, it started with I guess like like pushing a lot of people away oh, okay just from kind of you know well being a jerk because mm-hmm. <laughs> alcohol turned me into such a jerk you know I'd, I'd say things to people or or why well, you know I don't get too too specific but just wasn't a good wasn't a good person you know um, but rock bottom was when I came home one night. I, well, I don't remember. I don't remember wow. <laughs> how I got there. Um, but I remember waking up halfway through it um, on the floor crying. 
Wow. <laughs> on the floor crying and just remembering, like, just thinking that, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like a failure. And I remember my sister is just, like, trying to comfort me. And, like, uh, my mom was there. Then, like, um, you know, my other sister was there. Then they were just, like, um, you know, we don't Because I was just, I was venting how, how I was, because I don't really spill my emotions. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess it's really hard for me to convey those thoughts or translate and it, I guess. express them. Yeah, but since I've stopped, since I've stopped drinking, my cognitive function has, has gone up the roof. Like, my thinking process has, has evolved <laughs> dr- tremendously, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm, I forgot what the point, <laughs> the point of that was, um, but I just remember, okay, that, that, that's what it was. I, I was spilling everything out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I feel this way. Um, I feel like you guys hate me. Oh, you're being open with them. I was being open with them. Okay. And then, like, just a lot of stuff that happened in my childhood, I was done. I told them that I didn't want to live anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, like that was it, man. Like, I just gave up. Like, literally, I was just there on the floor. Just like, <laughs> like for that second, well, for that moment, I gave up. What did they say? What was your family's reaction? Did they were they shocked or were they just trying to give you an intervention to get you back on your feet? Or I mean, how did they react? Well, the thing is, this wasn't the first time I've done that. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> I've done it. Okay. There's times where uh, there's times where I've I've woken up and it'd be like three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh dang it! So I have to get home, and then I see I have all these missed calls from my mom and stuff. Mm. And then my mom starts work like at four in the morning. So she would come out and I guess she would smell me and everything, you know, and she's like, or, I, or I'd be throwing up or something. Oh, okay. And she's like, you know, you need to stop this. I don't, you know, you're, you're, you're killing yourself, which, which what I was essentially doing, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> suicide by drinking pretty mm-hmm. much. Cause that the, when you're, when you're don't, when you're doing it for, uh, when you're numbing yourself with that pain, that's exactly what you're doing. You're just cutting it off. Slow death. Slow, slow death. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so finally that last time I was just sat there like the next day and I was just thinking like, like, what am I doing? What, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is only going to get worse. <clears throat> now, when you had those me- like thoughts and things and, you know, obviously you're not in a, co- you know, really stable mindset, but did it bring up your father, you know, in the back of your mind, was that something that either helped you to understand things and not get to that point or did it help or, or was it pushing you further into it? Like the memories of your pops and stuff like that. Definitely that. Um, I guess what a lot of it has to do is not being able to forgive him. Okay. Um, so I guess holding on to a lot of anger, mm. a lot of resentment. Um, and again, like you guys see, you know, I try to wear a smile on my face, mm-hmm. but a lot of times I'm <laughs> I'm burning on the inside, you know. Yeah, you hide it really well, because I mean, prior to all this and prior to him talking to me, I had no clue, you know. And and I'm pretty sure a few of the other friends didn't know either. So I mean, unfortunately, I mean that's a good thing and it's a bad thing. I mean, for for self uh, representation, maybe it's a good thing because you don't want to look like you know you're obviously going through issues, but then again. It could it could be a needed cry for help for someone to step in and kind of give you that little like pat on the back boost, mm. you know, to help you out. But so when your family did see you in this last time that you you know quote unquote freaked out or was you know throwing a tantrum or whatever, like 
what was different from this time compared to the others that you said that you had? Mm. I think because at that point I was just like I'm I'm I'm, I'm done fighting. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm done mentally trying to trying to stay up. Just exhausted from the whole thing. That was it. Yeah, and so I was just like, just the dam burst open. Mm-hmm. You know, so all that just flooded out. So, um, like I said, I just sat there and I was like, what am I, what am I doing in my life? So I went to the doctor. Um, you know, told him I'm having these kind of problems and stuff. Got certain certain things prescribed. Um, and I th- think that's probably some other things that were, <laughs> were wrong with me that it's solving because, like I said, it, it, the, the clarity. So have you talked about your issues with anyone that's like a, you know, licensed or registered person that could maybe like a psychologist that kind of help you or, or you had a mentor or someone? Uh, yeah, I mean, I started it, but then I kind of was just like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I kind of feel like I kind of felt like they were just they were just there to kind of bill me, you know. Yeah. So I, and and they were just pissing me off and it made me want to drink. More. Oh, <laughs> I want to drink more. It's like opposite effect. Yeah, it had like the opposite effect. I mean, I guess that's just that's just how this is how it was, you know. It was mm. kind of like you know ran the show by myself, so um, just kind of had to sit there and mentally tell myself like this this is it, you know. Mm. Like you're, you're gonna lose your job, you're gonna lose your friends. You're gonna lose your life, and then when I when I thought about that, after I had said that, you know, I didn't want to live anything anymore, I thought about potentially the other lives that could have been lost because there's so many times that I don't remember how I got back into my bed. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the worst part about it all is it gets to a point where, like you said, like your your uncle said, it becomes a need. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I remember telling people that. It's not even the way I like. I like the. I hate the way it makes me feel, because I hated that way. I hated pushing, like pushing the button, and then all of a sudden I'm in my bed. Mm-hmm. You know that was that, that was so scary. First of all, that blank that blank out. Um, uh, uh, not, oh, brain No, it's it's cool. No, it's <laughs> I, I do remember too. Only once in my life I. Leaving, and I've told you the story, leaving Long Beach and getting home and not knowing how I got there. And then waking up the next morning, because we lived upstairs, checking my car to make sure I didn't hit nothing. Because I didn't understand how I made it home. Mm. And that, to me, is a scary feeling. And for you to be doing that kind of regularly, you know, freaked me out. Because, you know, you have a nice car. (laughs) You know, a really nice car. And you have a nice job. And a company vehicle. And I remember... My wife telling me a couple times when you left the home, you know, after a get together, a party, whatever. And she was like, are you sure Joe's okay to go home? And I'm like, um, I think so. You know, and I, <laughs> you know, I wanted to stop him, but, you know, I can only do so much, you yeah. know. And well, everybody's an adult, you know. Yeah, yeah. But then again, I don't want you to get hurt. And there was a couple times, I'll be honest with you, I wanted to take your keys. You know, I'd rather you just kick it on my couch and just mellow out. But, um and not mellow out that way, but just like sleep it off. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, everyone, I mean, like you said, you didn't want to hurt nobody else, but I think, I think you left out a part where I think if you were to pass away, the other people would affect those same people that maybe you were pushing away, like your friends and family and the people that care about you, right. you know, it would hurt everybody. Cause you're a good guy. Like, again, you know, if you know, get to know Joe as the show continues, 
dude's a great guy and he's got a lot of people that love him and care about him and you know not knowing his issues because you know he had such a good poker face and keeping it in i think there would have been a gang of people there ready to rush and help you but the fact that you i think personally you hit your rock bottom and you've kind of adjusted because that's what my next question was going to be like after you hit the rock bottom after you thought about everything what kind of changes did you make well like you brought out right now where you said it affect other people around you mm-hmm. so um in order for me to actually feel that because that was a lot of issues too that i had i didn't have the ability to feel that like i mean like on paper like on paper i could tell one plus one equals two mm-hmm. you know but i wouldn't be able to tell you why one plus one equals two i don't know if that makes sense no it makes sense yeah so it it had to do a lot with loving myself you know and that's why and that's why now like i'm watching more what i eat i'm working out a little bit more um you know protein shakes and all that <laughs> yeah, stuff. yeah yeah uh, water and all that um yeah as soon as as soon as i started loving myself and started i guess erasing the alcoholism uh the, the alcoholic uh, narcissism you know and you start having more of empathy for people um people want you want, want to be around you more mm-hmm you know, so when I first started noticing that, like, more people were, were coming around or more, more people were being nice, I started trying my hardest to kind of, <laughs> um, I, 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 I guess, be empathetic towards individuals, you know, I guess to have an understanding. Um, so I guess in that way, there was that benefit. Um I'm a lot chiller now too. I the ang- anger, you know, I still get angry sometimes, but that burning, that burning ink that boiled my blood, it's it's not there anymore. So you're not so quick to snap. No, no, no yeah. not anymore. I mean, I mean, you know, when we're playing basketball and stuff. Yeah. I mean, you, you've seen a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, people act dumb, and you know, and and then just that rage. Because I mean, even when I played basketball. Mm-hmm. I, I was I came from the bar yes <laughs> right, right yeah. before so I mean um, I don't think we've had a r- real conversation dude <laughs> I don't think so either <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you man my yeah, name's yeah. Joe <laughs> Todd hey how's it going man let me nice shake your you, hand <laughs> but not um, well it's good I mean um, there's there's been other people I've known that have had addiction or in different gener- you know not the same as you but um you definitely see as far as I mean getting to it's like getting to know you again you know for the first time because like you said you're, you're completely different you never show you know me and you never had like this thing where you popped off and had anger towards me or me and towards you we've always kind of got along but I see a more chill you and a more like brighter you like you give off a different vibe like since you've started this like journey that you've started as far as getting away from alcoholism and trying to face your demons like you're like completely different and I, I i just get this different it's not like an aura like you're glowing like mm-hmm. the dude dave Chappelle from the <laughs> you know from the, that episode but you just do have this good vibe about you i just wanted to bring that up i appreciate that man i mean and and, and that's the thing too like people that i've met and and talked to they say that that's what i that that's what i kind of uh, you know display 
and and the thing that I'm coming to find out is that um, I guess from being so being so um, angry towards towards someone who was supposed to be um, you know your your hero, someone who's supposed to be um, your goal, mm-hmm. you know, like. Like at the age of twelve, you know, you st- what do you do when you surpass your your father? Yeah, right, yeah. You know, and I'd already seen that at mm-hmm. at that age. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess having a lot of of hate, um, kind of had my defenses up. Got you. So being lot, that's why a lot of times when people would say something, I kind of snap, and they'd be like, "Whoa!" Like you know, I didn't mean to. You know, mm-hmm. you have a stick up your butt or something, but it's like, no, I think it's more of I was insecure about that, and you mm-hmm. made it known. You know, you highlighted it. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, you, you know, and I was trying to hide that about myself or something. You know, mm-hmm. so um, again, like now that I'm able to slow down and be able to translate a lot of things, um, it's easier to talk to individuals. It's easier to, to connect with people. Um, it's it's definitely I feel a lot happier mm-hmm. um, and I and like I remember like speaking with my grandparents and my family and stuff that for the first time um, I feel what genuine happiness was supposed to feel like mm-hmm. you know and so like now that uh, now that I'm, I'm I'm approaching in a couple of weeks it'll be four months since I've had my last drink mm-hmm. so like now it's it's um it's surreal it's surreal man yeah <laughs> you, you know it's it, i mean it, but it's not just with individuals that i know it's it's people walking down the street you know i have a i have a better i have an appreciation for things you know looking at the birds looking at the bugs looking at the flowers mm-hmm. it, it, when you you know when you're able to kind of slow down instead of just numbing yourself and 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 wasting that time, mm-hmm. it, it's it's beautiful, you know. You make a great point because a lot of people that have addictions, whether it be drugs, alcohol, whatever, they tend to ignore the everyday life and ignore the things that that make you know like maybe just a nice sun sunrise or sunset. And then obviously too, with an addiction that involves money, which most of them do. You're probably saving a lot more money than what you'd be spending because you'd be paying for tips, eight dollars to fourteen dollar drinks at per round at a bar, um, you know, parking to be at the establishments, you know, or or just buying like you know, cases of beer or whatever. And the fact that you can kind of see the positives, and then the fact that the r- really good point you brought out is your hero at twelve, you surpassed him, you know. Now you can be the hero to others. Now you can be the guy. It's like looked at as a positive role model by other people because you know in our religion or in our neighborhood or in our group of friends even there's one or two people that are fighting some sort of addiction and if you put yourself out there to say hey man you know maybe you had a little too much to drink you know i went through this and look where i'm at now and i feel much better because i stayed away from that and kind of just give you know don't give them like the whole like Cause I know you're not that type of person, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but you know what I mean? Like just, like, here's a pamphlet. Exactly. <laughs> but like, if you were just to say a few words, cause, cause the way you come off is really good and genuine. I mean, that's you being the hero. 
and and you get out of those quote unquote just to put the show title out there murky waters. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice, nice. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Um, it's. I mean, the only word I could really bring up is clarity. Mm. You just see things a lot better now. <laughs> see thing. Everything just feels tremendous like the weight has been gone you know um figuratively too yeah yeah figuratively <laughs> oh that's what i was gonna get into um so so about the saving money part mm-hmm. so I, I would have loved to use that as an excuse to stop but mm. there was a point in time when i was getting a bunch of beer i'm talking about you know like those expensive ones at at certain bars mm-hmm. for i mean i mean like since i know those people i would have like six sometimes seven and then I'd look at my bill and it'd be like a dollar or you five serious? Bucks. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah, God. You so, had the hookups. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, I mean, there's that. So they too, weren't exactly you know? helping you. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, even though they were being solid, you know, yeah, yeah. it wasn't good for me just because yeah. the way I handle things, you know, maybe it feels like once in a couple of times, you know, but yeah, yeah. every other day. Okay. So financially it wasn't a problem for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This is, this is where I felt, this is where I fell into that trap. But, but I think the worst part about that is when it was starting, like when I was sitting there drinking, it was like, I know I'm going to develop a problem, but mm. it still didn't stop. So I guess that's right there. I should have noticed that that was the problem right there. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, when you, sometimes when you get into a situation like this, you know, um, there's enablers and everything else like that and like you said those people in the bar weren't enabling you they're just you know seeing you as a friend and stuff and i think everyone's story is different and yours is completely different from a lot of others that i've heard um because you know my my family's had a history with this as well especially on my mom's side um but just the fact that you know at a young age what you are to be clear about things and come to it without in my estimation or thinking that you've been to any kind of AA meetings is an inspiration because a lot of people need that crutch. They need someone to be their sponsor. They need someone to take them to meetings, to be with them at meetings. To make sure they get it done. Yeah, to get a text, to get a call, to be checking up. and Or even if you were on that side of having a sponsor, texting someone at 2 in the morning say, hey, man, I'm really getting this craving. Talk me out of it. That's to me a hero in itself. The fact that you can realize the problem, no matter how many times it took you to, but the fact that you're able to see the big picture on the wall. You want to save your life. You want to be there for your family and friends. You want to be a better person. You want to change your ways. For you to do all that on your own, that's very commendable. I appreciate that, man. But you know, I'm going through that. You're you're not really alone. You know, mm-hmm. like, even I mean, there's there's friends. There's people that I would call. Okay. I mean, still people that I still talk to, you know, every other day just to kind of check in and be like, you know, well, you know what's going on. Or if I'm feeling like drinking, I'll, I'll call somebody and they'll, they'll share some, some encouraging words. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean that, that's where I had to realize, too, was that we're, we're not alone. And, and having to, like, pick up a lot of weight. From, from being young, I kind of felt like, I guess like that's how I kind of felt. Mm-hmm. That's, I guess, where, where being more introverted 
you know i mean I, i'd go to i go to gatherings and stuff or you know some of you guys' parties but i mean not all of them yeah, yeah <laughs> you know yeah. i'd come to some or and I'd be like, eh, i don't really want to let's see if, if you didn't feel it stuff, yeah. so what is something that's helping you like have you replaced some of the time that you would be spending drinking like on a hobby or anything else like that yeah lifting lifting okay <laughs> lifting yeah sandra told me that you do some painting too oh yeah because she actually got five canvases, and she's like, give them to Joe, either let him practice or see if he can make us something. Nice. So, Sweet. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, so. that was that was the thing, too, was was as soon as that was blocked out um, and that clarity started coming in, a lot more creativity mm -hmm. as well, kind of like unlocked. Okay. Um, started with actually cross-stitching. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, okay. I, I remember I did it in school once, and I was cleaning, I was cleaning up something, and I found an old an old one that I did in middle school. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it was there, but it was just like, okay, well, this looks fun. Let me see if they have, if they still have any of these kits. And mm -hmm. they were still, they, I mean, Amazon is cheap, so you can just buy like thousands of thread and stuff. And you just look at the designs online and just just go at it. Um, so it started with that, but then that leads into being, okay, what else? What else? Because before it was just drinking, playing video games. Mm -hmm. Or drinking, watching TV. Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, drinking, watching, watching Rick and Morty, your community. <laughs> um, but then it was just like, again, with the whole, what am I doing? You know, I felt like I had a thirst for for creativity. So that was another thing, too, throwing that time into something else. And, I mean, people are, people are liking it. I actually had a couple of people that want to want me to paint something so they could, so they, you know, they buy it and stuff. Yeah. So... Well, yeah. that's what you, I guess that's what you got to continue with because I mean, if that's keeping you busy, that's all unlocking more stuff. I guess what I'm trying to say is, in other words, by doing those type of things, by lifting weights, um, you know, maybe hanging out with friends, doing stuff like that, that takes away time from when you would just, you know, want to just either be alone and drink, mm. go to the bar and drink, or hang out with those that do drink still like a fish you know because there's there's we know a few that are like that you mm -hmm. know and and you know it, it is what it is and i think i'm glad that you've come this far dude because i mean no one wants to see anyone down for any reason no and so even if you didn't have the drinking problem if you just had a personal issue you know like we've talked you know you had a personal issue i've had a personal issue we've talked about stuff like that but when i hated seeing you down like that you know you, you were pretty down so, yeah, that was the thing, too. A lot of people were saying that they didn't recognize me, you know? Mm -hmm. Just I just want to come home and just be alone or just be with myself and just go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or just be be drunk and knock out. And, yeah. you know, and then that's another thing, too. Like, um, they, I, I can't really sleep at night. So drinking before was a way just to kind of just, just knock out, too. Just help you out. Yeah. yeah. Well, when, and now I'm sleeping a little bit better because... Taking some root ex extracts and oh, all, okay. that, all that good stuff. Melatonin? <laughs> uh, no, uh, Ashquahanda. Ash, 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 I can never. Well, that's a deep dive. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got to go into the Amazon. You got to, you know, you got to get okay. blessed by three grandmothers. <laughs> <laughs> you got to find a frog and, you know. Gotcha. You have to dodge those guys blowing their little darts little at you. Darts, yeah, as a rite of passage. And then you can go onto the trail. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Man, well. This was a. You have anything else, you know, to, that you want to bring out or say, as far as this subject? As far as the subject goes, um, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, it, 
uh, uh, you know, they say there's that hump or whatever you got to get over and then that's it. But no, I mean, there's days where there's days where I don't need it at all and I'm fine. And there's days where it's like, man, I, I could really use one right now, you know? Um, but yeah, but, but just, just the way I feel now compared to before and being able to express myself a lot better, um, through writing too, cause I also do poetry too. Oh, do you? Yeah, I do a couple. Maybe I'll share some with you later. Yeah, yeah you know what? On, <laughs> on future shows, you should definitely bring that out or read them. Yeah, sure. I mean, if you have a, you know, open up with it or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, didn't. I was going to say because um, it's been a while, but I do like how you tease Renee on the basketball court <laughs> and others. <laughs> And, and that's, that's never gonna get yeah, that yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and then to see him out there, he's unconventional, unconventional as a uh, basketball player, but he's hella fun to play with. And then he always uh, makes fun of our friend Renee on there, and it's it's hilarious. So, um, that's so funny. Yeah, so it's <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. So, um, yeah, dude, just keep up the good work, bro, and tell him about our show, dude, and your idea, because this is your idea. This is your baby. Tell them um, what you want to accomplish with this show, or at least what, you know, the basis of the show is going to be. Uh, the murky waters. It's not always easy to traverse, mm-hmm. you know, but sometimes you got to go through them to see, you know, the better side of the island. Oh, that was, damn, write that one. That was deep, that was deep. <laughs> I, I got recorded. I surprised myself, dude. <laughs> I know midway through, you're all, this is gold. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, sometimes you got to talk about these things, anger issues, mm-hmm. plenty of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, depression, mm-hmm. um, addictions, love addictions, uh, emotional addictions. I guess, well, I guess that falls under the same thing. Physical addictions. Yeah. Uh, vices of life, like you said, I think you mm-hmm. brought out vices of life. Um, and situations too, no. Like just, yeah. and I guess how it affects people. Maybe, yeah. maybe how the, it affects the loved ones. The fallout and things like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. You, you know, let's plant the seeds and let's see how this plant grows. You know. I got you. I like it. Cool, I like man. It. Well, thank you for the hospitality, man. Dude, anytime, man. Anytime. <laughs> this is a studio, and you know, we'll be launching this show, and you know, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, that really sounds good, brother. All right, man. Well, good job. <laughs> good one, man. All right, man. All right, well. <laughs>